this is episode 67. Today, I'm answering the question, how do we handle young children who masturbate? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Welcome to episode 67. This is Danae, and this is the Simple Families Podcast. This is a Q&A style show. You can leave your questions at simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. If you have a question that's pressing and you want help right away, I do offer coaching sessions. You can find out more about that at simplefamilies.com forward slash coach. I offer anything from a 20-minute quick strategy session to a longer, more customized plan for your family. Today, I'm taking a question from Angela, and she wrote... Hi, Danae. My son is three, and he has discovered the joy of masturbating. How do we address it, and what should we say? We know that it's normal and natural, but he seems to be doing it more and more often, and we know at some point soon we will need to address it and explain when and where it's appropriate. I want to be careful not to shame him. When I was very young, my dad found me masturbating and completely freaked out. I had no idea I was even doing it, and I had convinced myself that if I kept doing it, I would be punished and not be able to have babies someday. I lived in fear around it for years until I was old enough to understand. I want to be sure to address this in a way that's loving and kind. Angela, it sounds like you already have a better handle on this than you think. Masturbating in young children and just touching their genitals in many different ways is something that's super natural. It is part of exploring their bodies. It's just part of curiosity. Sometimes it happens when kids are bored. I would imagine that most parents are going to see this behavior crop up a lot more often during idle time. You know, if kids are out and they're busy, they're probably not going to be doing this. But if they're sitting in front of the TV or if they're a little bit bored, you might find that touching genitals and masturbating crops up more often. And like I said, no need to be alarmed. Very normal. Now, I do want to put in the disclaimer that if you have a kid who is showing highly sexualized behaviors and you get a gut feeling that this is out of the ordinary and you're suspicious that maybe there is some sort of sexual abuse or something inappropriate going on somewhere in their lives, I would definitely recommend that you talk to a doctor or a professional. But the vast majority of time, that's not the case. The vast majority of the time, it is normal exploratory behavior. In my own parenting and in my coaching, I prefer not to use shame and fear as a way of teaching our kids. And regardless of the age, Sexual exploration is part of growing up. It's part of developing. It's nothing to be ashamed of, and it shouldn't be anything that we instill fear in our children around. And Angela, it sounds like you're really conscientious about this based on an experience that you had as a kid. And I love to hear that you're being more intentional about this. It sounds like your dad was probably caught off guard and he just reacted with his gut feeling. And maybe the words that came out of his mouth weren't exactly the most therapeutic and the most appropriate for for a young girl. And I think we've all been there. We've all said things that we probably wish we hadn't said. We probably said things that we wish we could have taken back and done differently. So it's always great to be thinking about this sort of thing in advance and to be prepared when you do encounter situations that are a little bit awkward and a little bit confusing for you as a parent as well. When it comes to changing behavior in kids, there are certain behaviors that are really hard to change because they're driven by natural functions in the body. So if a child is hungry, you can't make them not hungry anymore unless you feed them. And if your child is having certain hormonal urges that result in them touching themselves, then you can't just squash that and tell them not to touch themselves because the reality is that urge will still be there. 
And a lot of times there's not sexual urges in young kids. It's more of curiosity and just sort of wanting to figure out what it feels like to touch different parts of their body. Regardless of the cause, we're not going to try to stop it. We're not going to try to squash it. Instead, if you're out in public, you're going to want to redirect it because it's not appropriate in public under any circumstances. And if you're in private, you're going to find a place to designate for it. That's probably going to mean going to a bedroom and shutting the door and doing it in private. So here's an example of how I would redirect the, the behavior in public versus redirect it in private. So if I had a kid who was touching their genitals in public, I would hand them a toy or I would take their hand and walk with them to see something new and exciting. I would try to occupy their hands so their hands couldn't be simultaneously down their pants or wherever it is. So that's using a competing behavior. So if you don't want their hands down their pants, hold their hand or have them clap their hands or sing a song with some hand motions. Do something that's going to distract them from touching themselves in public. All of those things are going to be a heck of a lot more effective than just saying, stop, don't do that. Stop, get your hands out of your pants. If you're saying, get your hands out of your pants a dozen times, you're going to be drawing more attention to what's happening and creating more of an issue out of it than really needs to be. So if you're in private, what I would do is say quietly to the child, if you want to have your hands down there, if you want to have your hands on your penis, or if you want to have your hands on your vagina, you can do that, but you need to go to your room and shut the door so you can have some privacy. Both situations, I would try to keep a really calm voice and avoid getting angry, avoid getting frustrated, and avoid any kind of shameful talk around the topic. And as our kids grow older, continuing to have the conversation with them about how this is normal, how these feelings are normal, and they need to be acted upon in certain ways and certain places differently. So the takeaway for today is when you have a child who masturbates, you really need to redirect this behavior. So if it's in public, I would recommend redirecting the hands to be used for another reason so they can't simultaneously be down the pants and be clapping or be down the pants and be doing some sort of hand motion or holding your hand, that sort of thing. And if it's in private, redirecting it to a space that is, in fact, private, like a bedroom with the door shut. Thanks for tuning in today. This has been episode 67. If you want to stay in touch with Simple Families, go to simplefamilies.com and click get started. If you enjoy Simple Families, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. The more reviews we have, the more people that this show can reach. Thank you so much for your support.